When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the beautiful people, the wonderful people at Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is where you go to get in on all the action, no matter what time of year it is, no matter what season it is. Superbook will get you covered. They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, so download the Superbook app today. Uh, of course, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, GaryAshton.com, is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team will put you in a position to succeed at GaryAshton.com. TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch, where you go to get your workout goals accomplished. They are the best in the business at TrueMath Fitness, and they will make sure that you're maximizing your potential without overexerting you. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. And Two Rivers Ford, the best car buying experience humanly possible. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at TwoRiversFord.com. 2023 model year Fords available right now. So with all the things that have done, uh, that have been done in the 48 hours, well, not even 48 hours, in the less than 48 hours since the Titans have fired John Robinson, there's a lot of stuff to kind of discuss because, all right, they made the move when they did. It's pretty unconventional. We are week 14 of an NFL season. It is pretty unheard of for a winning organization, for a playoff caliber team to fire their general manager in the midst of a 7-5 and five season what would be and what projects to be a seventh consecutive winning season for the Titans under John Robinson's uh, guidelines. Tutelage is the wrong word. You understand what I'm saying. Under John Robinson's watch, they have been a hugely successful organization. And since they fired this dude, obviously it throws a lot of things into flux. So I think, uh, I think that when you look at why it is that they made the decision and why it is that they're trotting Mike Vrabel up there by himself to answer these questions, there's a lot of different things that you have to parse. Now, we talked about, or I, I, I put out the a little more detail on the uh, around the firing this morning, and I know Austin and Zach discussed it. The idea that Mike Vrabel was not publicly or privately jockeying for John Robinson to go. Mike Vrabel was informed the same way that the rest of the organization was formed. Amy Adams made the Amy Adams Strunk made the decision to fire him. She came in for a team for an organizational meeting with the powers that be and said, "Hey, this is our decision. We're moving forward." Mike Vrabel found out in that meeting and had not been, according to the people that I talked to, there was not anything additional that caused John Robinson to be out other than they felt the roster was performing and they had kind of gotten tired 
of the excuses that were being made around the current situation, even though the injury excuse is completely valid. And also, you know, GMs go through ebbs and flows, peaks and valleys that way. Uh, A Frio on YouTube says, I keep hearing the GM hire will be in-house. Well, it's most likely to be. I don't know. I don't know what they'll end up landing on. And obviously they'll, they'll have months now to conduct a, a thorough search, but I mean, they're more likely to go with somebody they know. And honestly, Cowden, Ryan Cowden's a, a legit commodity among NFL personnel people. So Ryan Cowden, who's currently the interim, it's entirely possible that he ends up keeping that job. But let's start with your Two Rivers Ford take, if you would be so kind. Have your expectations of the 2022 Titans changed without John Robinson? It's a very interesting question that producer Reed poses to us, and we'll talk about it together Right after I remind you that your Two Rivers Ford take is presented by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has 2023 model year Fords available right now for you to test drive on the lot. You can go through the car buying process any way that you choose. Two Rivers Ford always makes the car buying process fast, easy, and fun. They will go above and beyond to make sure that you get the exact vehicle that you want exactly the way that you want at a price below MSRP on all non-specialty new vehicles. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, uh, before we talk about candidates, because we'll have, I mean, we'll have basically all winter and all spring to talk about new general manager candidates. I don't think that now is the time that we really need to delve into that too deeply. But I do think that we can talk about this year's team because obviously this year's team is still very much in play and a shakeup has happened. Have your expectations changed? Uh, Have your expectations changed for the Titans without John Robinson being in control of personnel? Adam Berkowitz says, no, like you said, his job is pretty much done for the year. We need to wake up. So why not fire? Why not a firing to send a stern warning? Well, I mean, And this is devil's advocate. You guys know how I feel about the decision to fire John Robinson. I like John. I agree with the move. I think that it ultimately, if you're going to do it, do it sooner rather than later. Give him time to find um, uh, employment elsewhere. Give yourself enough time to conduct a, the, the most thorough search humanly possible. Right. And, you know, messaging is obviously a part of this. They felt the team was underperforming. The statement itself said it, and certainly that was something um, that was conveyed organizational, organizationally from top to bottom. Because when Mike Vrabel was asked about John Robinson's firing today, obviously, based on the based on the discussion, based on the discussion, he was as shocked as as any of us were. And I really do take Mike at his word that way, and also because I know that he wasn't actively lobbying for something like this to happen. I just want to start off by uh, personally thanking John Robinson and his family uh, for their care and, and effort and support that they've shown the, the team and our fans for the past seven years. I want to thank him for giving me the opportunity to, uh, to lead this football team on the field, to coach it uh, each and every day. Uh, and with that, obviously, change is um, never easy, but we, we realize that we all have a job to do. Uh, that job is evaluated uh, each and every day. Um, I, I told the team this. I met with the, all the staff, and that you know, you know, we have a personal relationship with John, everybody here in some capacity, um, and, and so our, our personal feelings 
aren't what's important. Uh, what's important is that we respect and understand the decision and that we you know, move forward um, aligned and do everything that we can to prepare our, our players and, and be great for them uh, as we go out against the Jaguars at home uh, with a division team. So that's Mike Vrabel, who was put in an awkward position. In fact, we're going to talk about that. Um, The position that Mike Vrabel was put in today by the ownership, who ended up making the call and then sent the head coach out there to ask questions or to be asked questions about it on a decision that he found out the same way that most everybody else did. Um, A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by... Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is where you go to get in on all the action. They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose, and they will always provide you with the best odds, boosts, and promo bets on not just all of your favorite major sports, but your favorite local teams too. Superbook.com is where you go for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, Um, As you look at the Titans in 2022, does this change your expectation for them? Well, my expectation for them, I must admit, it's remained pretty fluid throughout the course of uh, throughout the course of the last or throughout the course of the season. Right. Because I came into the year thinking, okay, they're not a better football team for the moves, moves that they've made this year. But theoretically, I understand what they're doing in principle. They're looking for a little more balance on the offensive side of the ball. Trading AJ doesn't make sense, but if Burks pans out even slightly in his rookie year, then I get what they're trying to do. But ultimately, this felt like a team that could continue to compete, and you've kneecapped yourself a little bit in trading away your best offensive asset. Because it's no longer Derrick Henry. I think we can all agree that Derrick Henry is not the most important offensive player anymore, even if he is still a special player, right? Derrick needs help. Derrick needs other things to distract people to have to defend against rather than just loading the box against Derrick every time. And now you have a situation where without Traylon Burks, you have zero threats of that in meaningful ways. And it's been near impossible for them to move the ball when Traylon Burks isn't in the lineup. Uh, Matt Drew says, Racy McMath back, though? Okay. The dude has two career catches. What? I, I'm i I'm confused. Okay, what, what, what do you expect Racy to do? Racy McMath has not practiced since August with a hip injury. A hip injury that seems to be fairly significant which has also cost him all of the practice time, all of the reps, all of the game experience that he didn't already have. Racing McMath, whose career goes back uh, goes back to LSU as far as dealing with injuries. But I think, the, uh, I think that the situation for the Titans, it's fine. Reed, uh, producer Reed writes, Racy is important for their record to use the most players again in the season. Yeah, that's probably... Heading in that direction, but like, I mean, what do you expect? Don't, don't, don't do a disservice to Racy by saying, oh, Racy's going to come back and make a difference. Why on earth would you expect that? Not only does this dude, and by the way, he's not off injured reserve yet. He's not available for them to use in a game just yet. His window has been open to return to practice coming off 
of the uh, coming off of the uh, coming off of the injured reserve list. Fresh legs. John uh, would draft Racy all over again right now. Well, okay, but like fresh legs, who the team is concerned about working their way into the lineup because not only do you now have to account for the hip injury, but also Racy hasn't practiced NFL football since August. And again, doesn't have these live game reps. So not only are you working against a hip injury that's derailed him and the learning curve that he'll have to make up, but also stuff like soft tissue injuries. Because you can't expect him to just go out there and practice and start doing everything that he was doing in August all over again. No, of course not. He hasn't been, he hasn't, physically, he's been limited to be able to do everything like that. Uh, Jonathan Ertle says, Buck, ask about why there's so many injuries each year. I mean, why? Because they have bad luck? Guys, I, you know, at some point, um, at some point, maybe there's a realization uh, from fans. And I'm not saying that, like, you're fair to ask that question because, understandably, you want the answer to that question. I wish I could give you the answer to that question. We don't have access to the training staff that way. Like, we don't know what their process is. I'm not in their weightlifting meetings, their conditioning meetings. I'm not, you know, I don't know what specific plans the individuals are on. And that sure as hell is not going to be provided to us beyond what we see at practice when X, Y, and Z is out there working on a bike. Um, but you know, like, you have no idea whether the training staff is good or bad. You do have tremendously bad luck in the last two seasons with injury. And prior to that, you never talked about the training staff. Uh, ABN Texas says, Buck loves to respond to the comments he deems most annoying. Well, that's probably true. That's probably more true than it should be. But here's the thing, like, Unfortunately, those are the ones that catch my attention the most because you guys know this. I mean, there's all manner of you on on the different four platforms that we live stream the show on, right? And the comments are rolling throughout the, the entirety of it. So I'll, I'll, I'll glance over and I'll see like, what's up, fellas? Tightened up, which is fine. You're welcome to interact with other people like that or just things that say stuff like William Romer, dude. And then I'll see the, I'll see the stuff that pisses me off and that'll make me more inclined to click on it. And then rip somebody for it. So, yes, it is. Uh, Eric Alonzo says, don't spaz buck. Stay calm, bro. Well, you know, I mean, I it's uh, <laughs> Major Key says Buck's toxic. It's true. That's my toxic trait, right? <laughs> I'm more likely to respond to the shit that pisses me off than, you know, everything else. But, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of different comments rolling. But uh, the, the way that I see it at this point about the Tennessee Titans is this. Okay. And what my expectations are relative this team uh, to this team, my expectations remain the same. Um, I think this is a an above average football organization. I think the coaching is going to give them the advantage more often than not. And I think that you know they probably have a significant ceiling because their offensive line is ass and they can't get anything done with without competent front five play. They don't have that right now. Um. So how much Taylor Lewan would have made a difference in that? I, I don't know. He's not playing. He's not available. All I can look at is what I have covered so far this year and say, um, and say for the purposes of the Tennessee Titans, yeah, they clearly have limitations. Uh, Randy Hemberg says, be glad you don't take calls. Randy, are you unaware that I have a three-hour talk or talk radio show that people call in all the time? You, you guys think you are not. You guys think you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard 
and listen, maybe not all of you, some of you listen to the primetime show, don't listen to the radio show. Some of you listen to the radio show, don't watch the primetime show. That's fine. But also, Randy, I would invite you to, to sample the radio show, especially over the past two days. There's a whole podcast you can check out and 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 see and see the calls that I take on this shit. Oof, goodness. But um, with with the, 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 you know, has it changed my expectations for them? No. I mean, I think they're a playoff team, obviously, but what they're what how much further they're able to go with the roster limitations that they have still in this season and no solutions really out there. Yeah, I think this is probably a I think this is probably a playoff team um, that maybe depending on the opponent messes around and wins one, but should not be favored in any uh, in any stretch of the imagination. Noah Leak says, Reed, why is that highlighted in green? Did you do that on purpose? What is that? Is that why does that say 499 next to it too? No, it's not a it's not a comment that I see on the screen. That Explain is the this. new YouTube super chat, which they have donated 499 to Sam's lunch money, is what they're going with. So that is a new thing YouTube does. We have gotten a donation in. So thank you, Noah, very much for that donation. Donation. No, wait. I mean, are they using it for I assume that Sam can afford lunch money. Are we just, what, that's, what is, what that's is the what that's the A to Z company policy that is Sam's lunch money right there? Any donation, but you know, if you want to make it towards you know, Reed, producer Reed's bonus, I'd be more than glad to take that. But you know, I think, yeah, why would why would we be donating to Sam? Sam doesn't have any part in this show. Why would we not be donating to producer Reed's lunch money? Absolutely. Hey, I'm always, you can donate it to uh, producer Reed's dessert, whatever we want to call it. I'm good with that. But, you know, we appreciate it very much, Noah. And yeah, that's that's the new thing that YouTube is now doing. Okay, back to the shadows. <laughs> uh, Buck, you're my third fit. Well, <laughs> You paid four ninety nine to write that I'm I'm his third favorite Titans report. That's pretty funny. Behind TD and PK, and it's close. Love the unbiased approach. Since you are a fan, keep it up, man. Well, thank you for it. <laughs> I love it. Hey, bud, you're my third favorite. Hey, you're my third favorite too, Noah League. But no, don't donate that money to Sam. I don't give a shit about Sam. Sam doesn't work on this show. Donate it to Reed. I don't need the lunch money. Donate it to and make you know. I don't know what Reed's situation is, but Reed, we we advocate for Reed around here. Um, watch the A to Z sports morning show and, and you know what Sam's lunch money is. Well, here's, here's the thing. I, oof. and it's, it's not, it's not for any reason other than my schedule. Uh, cause you guys know that I have the, the radio show starts at 10 and, and the boys are on at 8am and I'm usually, I, I got to work out my, my every, so here's my schedule. Uh, not that you guys care, but I work out every, I have a workout scheduled every morning at seven 30. I go to this personal training situation. Um, so no, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have the opportunity to catch the, uh, I don't have the opportunity to catch the morning show that often. Um, Nineteen ninety nine for Reed's lunch money. Hey, look at that, Noah Leak coming through strong, up in the ante around here. Twenty bucks for producer Reed. All right, now we know. Now we love Noah. Okay, Noah's a favorite around here. Um, I uh, <laughs> during the show, it should definitely go to Bucks Liquor Fund or producer Reed's piggy bank. No, I mean, I. Uh, so here's the thing, like because of the nature of the job that I do, I haven't bought booze in a long, long time because they send us a lot of free stuff. Um, hell, I'm in a grocery store in three years because of the, the sponsorship opportunities that I have and that, uh, are fortunate for me. So I, uh, I would say to you that yes, producer reads piggy bank. I'm in support of, um, don't worry about me. I'm going to be fine. 
Uh, Kane says on uh, YouTube, don't derail the show with babble. Oh, the dreaded babble. <laughs> what do you, well, Kane, what do you think this shit is? It's literally me babbling for 45 minutes a night and three hours a day on radio. And, and, and if I give you some information in between that, that's all well and good. So before Kane and anybody else gets butthurt about us babbling too much, let's keep it moving here on A to Z sports prime time. Uh, let us discuss now, since we have talked about the expectations relative to the Tennessee Titans, um, let us ask you this question on Facebook, YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch regarding the Tennessee Titans, the, uh, a lot, a little, or none at all, how distracted do you think the Titans will be against the Jaguars because of this move? A lot, a little, none at all. Do you think this poses a distraction to your football team? We will discuss at length together on uh, on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Um, then, uh, and we will make sure that you guys get your answers read. You'll also hear from Kevin Byard on the subject matter right after I remind you that True Math Fitness is a new way to work out, a better way to work out. Uh, I mentioned that I uh, I don't do a lot of grocery shopping anymore. But because I have uh, been provided a meal plan and the TrueMav Fitness outlet for me, I am down 37 pounds. We're living 209.4 today. That's the first time I've been under 210 pounds since probably high school. So we're out here lit and we're all, we're doing it on account of TrueMav Fitness. They will put together a workout plan for you that makes sense because it, not, not everything is an umbrella policy, Right. Not everything is applicable the same way that it would be for me as it is for you. We all have different schedules, different body types, different uh, ways of different ways that our bodies handle things. And TrueMav Fitness is going to make sure that you maximize your potential without overwhelming you. They're going to challenge you, but make sure that you are accomplishing your goals as you see fit and setting relative expectations, reasonable expectations as you work towards your ultimate goal. Their workouts are fantastic, whether you're a group class person like I am. The 40-minute boot camp style classes are my favorite. If you are a personal training person who requires more individual and hands-on experience, they have that too. And an open gym policy if you just don't like to deal anybody where you want to go in there and lift on your own. TrueMapFitness.com for your first workout free and for all manner of different membership offers that they have. So as we look at the uh, as we look at the Jags game upcoming a lot a little not at all how much of a distraction do you think this will be Randy Hemberg says honestly very little uh AFO says a little any more uh or any move will make folks think but the GM shakes everything you know that is something that Kevin Byard gave voice to today because he talked about the idea yeah roster rosters churn but that's not a move that anybody else expected around here Kevin Nope. Kevin, obviously, everybody knows the news. Reed, is this my fault or your fault? What's happening? Kevin, obviously. Why don't you try, Reed? I don't know what's happening there. Go ahead and hit the hit the button to make sure that KB video comes. Kevin, obviously, everybody knows the news. How did you guys find out about it, and what? How do you keep it from being another distraction? Yeah, I mean, I found out, honestly, just like probably you guys. Uh, Cammie got some treatment up here, got home and seen the news. Obviously, I got a lot of love and respect for John Robinson, the guy who drafted me out of Middle Tennessee State. Um, 
you know, that decision right there changed my life, my family's life, and the whole trajectory of my family. So I got a lot of love for John and respect. Um, but obviously, in this business, you know, Amy is our owner. You know, she made a decision. And as players and as an organization, we have to respect that decision that she made to move on from John. Um, but at this point, you know, especially talking about today and this week, as players, we have a job to do. And as coaches, we have a job to do. And that's to go out here and put our best foot forward and attack this day and prepare for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, everything that we want to accomplish and that we set to accomplish this year during the offseason training camp is still right in front of us to go out there and win a division and make a run in this playoff and try to go win a championship. Um, so that doesn't change. That's not going to change at all. So my main focus this week is to go out there and study as much as I can to prepare for a Jacksonville team who may be 4-8, and eight, but I think out of their six losses, at one point game. So they're a really good team. So we had to make sure we're preparing for them as much as possible and not let, you know, any of this, you know, this news and any outside distraction uh, deter us from our goal. Mike said, that he conveyed, Mike said that he conveyed a message from John to you guys. What, what was that? I mean, pretty much what I said, just make sure that, you know, don't let this uh, be a distraction. Uh, try to go out and go win a football game. Uh, I, I, I shot John a text yesterday when I found out about everything. But yeah, he just wants us to make sure that, you know, as me personally, just continue to lead and, and like I said, don't let the news, you know, become a distraction. So that's Kevin Byard, who's always so great in, in these moments. And William Raymer says it's business as usual. You know, it is, but it isn't. Um, it's really not business as usual. Like this is, this is highly unusual. There is not a precedent for this. Uh, Lucas, uh, so Nick Suss, I believe is Nick's last name. The uh, He's relatively new to our media core, but he's been covering the Titans for the Tennessee and is their beat writer for some time. And Nick had done the research to go back and find, okay, when's the last time that something like this has happened? And there's really never been anything like this that's happened, right? Like there was a seven and eight team uh, in 2000. I believe it was the Lions that fired their general manager in the middle of the season, but never a team leading their division, never a team with a winning record, never a team that has had a sustained history of success. This is, this is different, right? And so, you know, their job is to separate the emotional from the practical because the practical is not, you know, John Robinson, with all due respect, no longer matters for the practical. He's not involved anymore. Any, any time spent on mourning John beyond what's already been spent, I don't want to call it wasted energy, but it like it doesn't change anything that's happened, right? It's done. They fired John Robinson. He's no longer the general manager of the team, and somebody else different will be soon. But to look around and say how big of a distraction is it, I think it's, I think it's a reasonable distraction. And I think Jacksonville's good enough to cause them problems, even if they are four and eight. Like the Ravens beat or Ravens lost to the Jags in overtime. Now Lamar did play that game, and Lamar obviously did not play this last game against the Broncos, where they really, really struggled. Both teams really, really struggled. But I don't think that the I don't think that the Titans are right now, given what Jeff has not been able to do lately, without Danico Autry, with an offensive line that is trash. They, uh, and I mean that collectively, I don't mean individual players, but collectively they are a very bad unit. 
I don't think they're consequentially better than the Jags are. I mean, they are better, but they're not much better. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if if Tennessee came out at home and lost to Jacksonville this week, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think there's I think there's any number of scenarios where I could envision that. How much of that is going to be pinned on the distraction of the general manager? Who's to say? There's no way to quantifiably discern that, right? It would just be speculation and assigning different things. But like, if the Titans lost to the Jags uh, on Sunday, of course, uh, of course, the the conversation is going to revolve around. Well, how much did the distraction of the general manager being fired? on the Tuesday before you played the Jags for the first time this season, how much would that, how much did that impact you? Whether it did or not is going to be irrelevant because if they lost to the Jags, obviously that's going to be a part of these things. Um, so uh, that will never happen, says Matt, talking about losing to the Jags. Why, why not? That will never happen. Derrick Henry against the Jags is hugely successful. Derrick Henry against Houston, hugely successful. What evidence do you have of that, of that, being a legitimate option right now. I think it's entirely possible they lose to a bad Jacksonville team. Now, Trevor Lawrence is not is is considered day-to-day. He's not a sure thing for this game. And if they trot out there with uh, C.J. Beathard, I believe is the backup quarterback for Jacksonville right now, Nashville's own or Middle Tennessee's own, not specifically Nashville. But if they trot out there with C.J. Beathard, I mean, the Titans have lost to worse quarterbacks than C.J. Beathard. Kyle Allen, who just got benched again as a quarterback for the uh, – for the uh, uh, the Houston Texans, he formerly of the Carolina Panthers, Kyle Allen beat the Tennessee Titans uh, at home in Carolina when he was a Panthers quarterback. But they've lost to worse quarterbacks than that before. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. Uh, evidence is the Jags, says Nate's burner. Yeah, okay, maybe so. They're not a good organization and they're not a good football team right now. But is anybody going to make the argument that uh, is any going to be anybody going to make the argument right now that the Titans are a good football team? No. I'm not going to sure as shit. Not going to be me. I don't think they're an overwhelmingly good football team. And think I, they lately have looked like a below average football team, even if they played good opponents. So they handle lesser opponents. Um, we'll see if they handle business on Sunday. They have a home game opportunity and a real, real, th- a real chance to shut the division down for once and for all. And then you can move forward with that peace of mind at this point. But I, I think it's a toss-up. In fact, let me look at the Superbook Sports app to see what uh, to see what the line is right now. I would imagine it's no more than three and a half um, for Tennessee. Tennessee, I would I, I expect to be favored over Jacksonville. But as I sit here looking at today, oh no, it's four. Okay, four point favorites are the Tennessee Titans at home, so a half point uh, more than I saw. Colin Beeson says three and a half. I last saw moved to four. So it's currently a four and a half or a four, excuse me, a four point line. And I don't know how much the Trevor Lawrence news today that he's day to day, uh, that he's day to day impacts that half point quarterback more important and impactful for the line than anything else. But yeah, I mean, they're not heavy favorites over Jacksonville. And you would say based on their season so far, you would probably look around and say, well, they should be bigger favorites than four point favorites. And it's just not so. Like it's just it's simply not so. Beverly uh, on Facebook Live says, "Will Dennis Daly be playing? If so, we are toast." I said this on the radio today, and I think most people got what I was saying. But when I say it again to you, you're probably going to freak out. Thank God they, thank God they traded for Dennis Daly. Thank God they did. And I even as I acknowledge that uh, 
even as I acknowledge that Dennis Daly is the worst left tackle that I've ever seen play professional football. Thank God that they traded for Dennis Daly because it could absolutely be worse. LaRaven Clark is worse. Uh, your second round pick, who, you know, partly is responsible, the the panning out, the not panning out of the second round pick in uh in uh Dylan Raidens. He's worse. He's worse than LaRaven Clark. He can't even play tackle. He's playing guard. It's honestly one of the better moves, one of the uh, Hail Mary moves that John Robinson had to make. There's not a better option at left tackle than Dennis Daly right now. And I think, you know, you guys probably watched the Sunday night show from Philadelphia. Like, you guys know how I feel about the offensive line situation. I have been very, very hypercritical of the Dennis Daly scenario. But I also acknowledge... Um, I also acknowledge that uh, that Dennis Daly is by far and away the best option that they have. Got to put Dylan at left tackle. Daly is a cone. No, okay, if you want to see, I mean, would it make you feel better to watch Dylan Raidens be a cone and to know that you could have probably had a better chance with, with Dennis Daly? Probably not. So, yeah, of course they're not going to do that right now. Uh, can you acknowledge that the OC is garbage, says Troy Whitlow? No, why would I do that? The organization just didn't. The organization, and this is something we're going to talk about tomorrow, Todd Downing is vastly more likely to be your OC next year based on this move. How, how everybody doesn't see that is mind-boggling to me. <laughs> the idea that the organization just sided with coaching over players, or personnel rather, because the players are insufficient, yeah, it's absolutely a thing that Todd Downing is very likely, very, very likely to retain his position. Now, maybe we get to the offseason and, and things change. But as we sit here today, Todd uh, Todd Downing's odds of keeping his job have never been higher. Never. Not at any point. Not even since he got the job. Because the coaching staff, it's not a power struggle because the coaching staff wasn't pushing for the uh wasn't pushing for the uh wasn't pushing for the firing of the executive. Donald Red says. Not if his DUI case goes bad. Well, yeah, but what's going to happen in the DUI? He's going to get charged with. He's going to get charged with a DUI. Him getting arrested for the DUI, and you know, having police reports around him was not enough to get him to lose his job. You know who still has his job today? Todd Downing. You know who doesn't? John Robinson. I don't know why I felt the need to whisper that, but it felt like it. You know, it felt like if I came in with a little softer tone, that you guy like. The DUI didn't cost him his job. He's still here. And John Robinson is not with a clean, you know, police report record and a shitty left tackle situation. <laughs> I don't like but that, uh, that, that I think more people haven't come to that realization yet. It's pretty surprising to me. And by the way, plenty of people keep their jobs in the NFL for not having DUI. Now, thank God. Thank God that uh, uh, Todd Downing didn't harm anybody else in his situation the way that Britt Reed, the uh, Kansas City, the son of Andy Reed and a former Kansas City Chiefs assistant coach, um, did. Right there was there was legitimate harm done to another party beyond Britt Reed driving while under the influence. Todd Downing did not have that, and so the optics are not nearly as bad. Even though the scenario could is just as easy to imagine. Right, anytime anybody drives under the influence, that's why. I mean, and, and by the way, like all of us have probably had at some point in our lives experiences that are toss-ups as far as that's concerned. 
And, you know, whether you want to admit to that publicly or privately, I'm not asking anybody to incriminate themselves. I'm just saying, like, it is easy to cast the first stone when many of us have been in compromising positions that I'm sure in private moments you would likely admit to. Um, so let's move on and let's talk about the idea that I, I'd be curious to, to hear what you think about this notion. Fair or foul, did Amy Adams Strunk hang Mike Vrabel out to dry today? That's the comment, or that's the question that I'm asking you. Fair or foul, Titans owner Amy Adams Strunk hung Mike Vrabel out to dry today. Let's talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. We'll discuss at great length. Right after I remind you that the place that you go for your dream address without the stress is the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for the intel edge you need to succeed. Nobody's got better information on the best properties than GaryAshton.com. That's the move. That's the uh, place that the Nashville Predators trust as their official real estate agent. That's the place that I trusted when I bought my home. I love my home. I could not be happier with my home. It's the first home that I bought, and I did it with a team that I knew that I could trust because I trust the team that your favorite teams trust, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, fair or foul, Amy Adams Strunk kind of held, kind of put Mike Vrabel, kind of, kind of tossed Mike Vrabel to the wolves today. This is, uh, Stephen Jordan said she absolutely did soft on her part. Eric, uh, Bryce Erickson says, fair. I've rarely seen Amy Adams address the media. That's true. Because uh, I asked this question today and I had to go back and look it up myself. She was not present at the immediate the press conference immediately following Mike Malarkey's firing. That was John Robinson by himself. So a consequential move like this, especially in the season, uh, especially in the season, I would think that it would require something beyond a statement from ownership, but that's not it's not required by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Corey D. Jackson says foul. That was hard to watch. So I think he means fair that Amy Adams Strunk hung uh, hung Mike Vrabel out to dry today. The idea that she hung anyone out to dry is foul. Here's the thing. Now I think that Mike, I think that Mike should have to answer a lot of the questions that he was asked today, but I don't think he should have to do it the day after the general manager was fired by himself, just because he is contractually obligated to speak to the media every Wednesday and Friday. Lamar Daniels says, you don't need an over like Jerry, Jerry Jones, always on TV. Okay, I'm not asking for always on TV. I'm asking for, hey, you, you who just made a knee-jerk reaction, whether you agree with it or not, to fire your general manager in the middle of what could be a seventh consecutive winning season, to fire your general manager who is en route to winning a third consecutive division title, a third straight division title. They've never done that as a franchise before. I... uh she's not always on TV. I don't care if she's on TV or not. What I care about is that she show show up for moments like this when it's not just about the move that was made. Hey, what's your plan moving forward? Because a lot of organizations, a lot of people around the league looking around and being like, they fired that guy? Are they dumb? Are they stupid? They sucked before John Robinson got here. And they just let him go in the middle of another winning season? Are they are they drunk? I don't know the answer to any of those questions. 
because I have an Amy Adams shrunk statement that says, yeah, we believe our roster is capable of more. We believe our franchise is capable of achieving at a higher level. All right, beyond that, great. How are you going to do that? Offer me some offer me some answers. And she's not going to have to because the vast majority of you guys agree with the decision. And there's no public outrage. Like, there's not real public outrage. There's some people. There's some people that I'm sure would like to hear from Amy on this because I think some people are capable of foresight. And for the most part, most people don't give a shit about foresight. They're just on to the next thing. And, okay, who's playing left tackle for my football team on Sunday? And can we beat the Jags? I think... I think that's lazy, frankly. And I think you do yourself a disservice by letting people like that off the hook. Because this person that she just fired, she has to pay for the next four years. She gave him a contract extension 10 months ago and then decided, eh, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna Isaiah Wilson my way out of this. Not Isaiah Wilson my way out of this. That's probably a bad example. But I'm going to give him one year in the middle, well, I'm going to fire him on his current contract and not even let him get to his extension and still pay him for on the extension anyway. That's It's not good business, even if you agree ultimately with the decision. And that was something that, uh, that, was something that Mike Vrabel was asked a lot about today. Where's Amy, Mike, and why am uh, heels is such a massive move? Would she not uh, come, come to talk about it? Well, I think... Um... You know, let me just say that, you know, we all have tremendous support uh, from Amy, uh, from Kenneth, from Barkley. Uh, the uh, infrastructure that they've put in place here with the facilities and the people, uh, you know, I'm all, I'm confident that, you know, we, we have their full support, um, you know, and to do our job and to move forward. Um, you know, they, they, you know, Amy made a decision and made a statement. So all I can say is thanks for her support as we come to work each and every day. What would you add mention It's not fair to him. Now, like I said, a lot of the questions he was asked are fair because he's going to have more power whether he wanted it or not. Like he's going to have more say. He's the most influential person, not named the owner at this point in that organization. So, yeah, a lot of questions he got today was fair, but he shouldn't have to do that by himself. He just shouldn't. It's wrong. Uh, Blake Mitchell says, nice PC answer. Blake, what? <laughs> what do you, PC answer? The fuck do you, uh, excuse my language, what do you want him to say? PC answer? They just fired a general manager who has six consecutive winning seasons in his route to a seven. PC answer? What is he going to say? Yeah, you know what? She should be out here. What the bleep, Amy? No. I, PC answer. He gave... Again, I apologize for the language. But what the... I, I can't even... I can't even fathom saying, oh, what a PC answer. What a what a ten dollars and bucks swear jar says uh, says Nate's burner. I mean, I I'll pay the ten. I don't I don't carry cash. I'll I'll Venmo Reed's lunch money because Sam Sam's not getting any of our money around here. Respectfully, I, I I like Sam. I I don't know Sam really well. I know he's been here for a season now. Sam looks like he does a really good job. 
I've got a ton. Uh, I haven't got a time to spend a ton of. Uh, I haven't gotten the opportunity to spend a ton of time around him. Um, <laughs> I, I, what a PC answer, Mother Bleeper. Do you not understand what the f- just happened to your football team? <laughs> I, it's it's not funny because it speaks to a larger point of ignorance that I God I. I wish that I could remove from the discourse around this conversation that that really, really uh, bothers me. That the oh, PC answer, what a terrible PC answer. Uh. <laughs> Is the dude that hired him and was directly responsible for his employment just got shit canned. And you're worried about PC answers that the head coach is giving. Yeah, no, go ahead and put him up there. Be honest. See how that goes for him. <sighs> we got to end this show. <laughs> it has been a long two days, kids. I'm sorry. Uh, who, who made the comment earlier? Uh, uh, and Blake Mitchell says, I didn't say it was a terrible answer, man. Lord, nah, but it was implied. And by the way, uh, Blake, Blake is who made the comment earlier. And by the way, Blake, it doesn't always translate like written, uh, written uh written comments don't always translate so i i do i do want to i do want to be fair you may not have intended it the way that i took it but it read differently than the way that i assume that you intended to write it so apologies if i uh apologies if i came after you too strongly but yeah it doesn't uh it doesn't benefit the organization any to have Amy Adams drunk out there, and she's not contra- contractually required to do it. Mike is. So that is, uh, that's the scenario moving forward. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, okay. Let's, let's wrap things up before I, uh, before I get derailed anymore tonight. I think I just, I think guys, I just think I need a nap, honestly, at this point. I think that, uh, I think that it's been a long two days for everybody, and I'm not even the one who got fired. I've just been reporting. Uh, on the firing, <laughs> but I, uh, I think, I think that a nap is in my future. I, it's been, it's been an, it's been a fascinating story. Uh, 1099, Noah Leak is just out here throwing, throwing cash. Like he's in the strip club, Nine ninety nine for the swear jar. Austin asked Austin and Sam this morning, but rather offensive liner. Oh, I don't, don't ask me draft questions. I don't care how much money you donate to me. It's week 14. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> honestly i'll you you paid 1099 or 999 to ask that question i'll send you 20 back if you don't ask me about the draft until we get to actual draft stuff <laughs> it's not even your fault no i'm just tired <laughs> i love hey by the way i love you guys you guys are incredible um you really are makes me it makes this so much fun to be able to do at the end of every night, uh, Buck, would you rather twerk? Uh, would you rather twerk for Buck? Would rather twerk for you than answer? Well, hell, I, 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 I get down on the dance floor. I, I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna do. Well, I mean, depending on how drunk I get, I may toss my legs up on the wall and do that, uh, that that twerking thing, you know, where you stand and handstand basically on the wall. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Depends. Catch me on the right now. You never know. One ninety nine. Love you too, Buck. Okay, Noah Leak is just out here trying to buy my affection which I appreciate. I'm totally for sale. It's great. I love this show. Best podcast ever. It's not a podcast. It's a live stream show. All right, let's, let's be done before I get myself in trouble, more trouble than I've probably already gotten myself in. 
I love you guys more than you know. Thank you so much for hanging out with us as you do Sunday through Thursday night. One more primetime show to do. Uh, <laughs> one more primetime show to do this week. Radio show tomorrow. Obviously, uh, we will uh, we will discuss, uh, continue to discuss the Titans and the Jags. We will look forward to that game. You'll hear from Greg Cosell. By the way, new episode of the install with Greg Cosell available to you right now. We talked about the way that the Eagles attacked the Titans defense in ways that teams have really not done this year. But um, yeah, like I said, you guys are always the best. Uh, and uh, and I apologize if I've been a little frazzled tonight because it has been a frazzled kind of two days. So enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, Producer Reed tells me, Producer Reed tells me that he's found a new end of show video. And I don't know what to expect with this end of show video because I was not consulted. I was not consulted at all, which is really my way of uh, deflecting the fact onto Producer Reed that it looks like we're going to end the show in a new way. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It ain't warm when she goes away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes